And three, two, one, mark. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast about the latest sports, hot topics, polls, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Nick and Fred. Hey, hey guys, this is your host, Nick. Oh, no, it's on that infinity shit. Hey guys, this is your host, Nick. I appreciate appreciate y'all tuning in this week. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Oh, I thought you were going to play out the whole outro. I couldn't because I'd be like some people would actually pop off because that's totally something we would do. Yeah, but they're not like, they're not like the people listening are idiots. They would see there's another 40 minutes and be like, what, what, what's that? What are these kids doing, dude? What are these kids doing? Uh, guys, season four, episode 25. This is your cross flags. This is your halfway mark on season four, full circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. Guys, we're back at it again with the white vans as always. Good to talk to you over your airwaves. I wonder how many people are listening to this in a Civic right now. <laughs> you know what I'm um, maybe one. I don't know. I, all right. All right. What do you think is a higher likeliness? They're listening to it in a Civic. They're listening to a uh, Honda Civic. They're listening to it in a Toyota, Corolla, or Camry combined. Okay. Or in their office or on an Alexa. Also hashed out. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't think anyone's listening to it on an Alexa. Well, if you're at home, how many people work from home but just playing some podcasts? It's possible. It's possible. Could be. I mean, maybe serial killer Alex Smith is listening. Serial killer Alex Mer- Smith is in a dark basement right now, dismembering a body, just going, ah, ha, ha, that intro. Well, he's <laughs> always dismembering the body. Imagine that. Imagine, like, a, like no, seriously, imagine this. Imagine, for some reason, someone listening, Fred. They're a serial killer, and for some reason, <laughs> wear their favorite podcast, and they go to trial and everything. Be like, yeah, so I would cover the bodies. I'd, I'd turn on my favorite podcast, Full Circle, Nick and Fred. Well, that would boost our views, or you think that would like right? Hey, the important. Are you, have you got Nick? Have you ever seen Dexter? No, but I know the premise. All right. Well, I feel like Alex Smith is Dexter. <laughs> if you guys don't know the show Dexter, it's about like a what well, isn't he like a good serial killer? I've never seen it. So. I have okay, I haven't either. I'm just talking out my ass, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, I've heard good things about it, just never watched it. But uh, like, a, like a Robin Hood style serial killer, so I don't know how that would work. But um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I think it would boost our popularity if a serial killer listened to it? Probably. Well, I, I, no, no press is bad press, Nick. No, no I, you know what? that's true. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. I would think it would be, well, unless one of us got really bad press, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this oh, guy no, Fred like, was the serial killer the whole time. No, I still think people would listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. It's possible. It's possible. Nick, we don't have a loaded show, so we're just going to, we're just going to see where this week takes us. All right. Guys, I'm on. I'm getting. We all know I'm getting married this year. Okay, dollars are down. Whoa. The economy is in the shitter. Houses Whoa. are expensive. Y'all know these things. The groceries are out of fucking sight. Not even gonna get into that right now. Yeah, they're out of sight. Gas is ridiculous. Can't you can't. They're just stupid expensive. Everything's expensive right now. I'm not doing nothing. Like I got nothing for you guys. I'm gonna be a little bit more observant in my home life, and maybe we'll talk more about that moving forward. Maybe I'll get some better topics for you, but some light-ish this week, Nick. I want you to jump into whatever the heck you got on here first. You can pick either one. You got two things going here. Well, the one leads into the fun fact, so we will not be going um, into that one. All right. Well, then I'll I... open with mine, but I'm not going to do my recent trip. Nick, I, I I did foreshadow this on last week's show. We uh, yeah. briefly – yeah, you like to use that, right? That's a solid word, more than five letters. Listen – we talked last week briefly. There was a uh, like a KFC or a barstool post is, a, is like kind of a viral situation of like a couple dozen people screaming and leaving a mall frantically in Miami with like a hundred cops responding and on post at scene at a Miami mall where it was reported that there was actual aliens, eight foot tall gray creatures uh, running around this mall. No footage of any of this. Um, I want to know like what you heard and what you like, like, again, none of this is factual 
from our standpoint as a show viewing on this. But like, what did you hear about this? Have you heard anything on this? Well, first of all, here's I want to say this. Even if someone like did see an alien for a fact, no one, no, no one, the media, no one's ever going to say it's a real thing. They're always going to say it's fake and phony. And they're always going to say, oh, that didn't happen. Here's what happened. But anyways, what I heard is, yeah, people were saying they saw like 10 foot beings like walking around and crap. And if you look in the meat and if you look, if you look up any media article, it's like the police say, LOL, here's what actually happened. Yeah, it's always some other. Well, I saw a video. It didn't look super convincing, but it looked like it was maybe like a giant tall being and all the police around it. And they're like, hey, what's happening there? I I don't know about this. This is like, I so I ended up having lunch with my, my pa- family last weekend. And they, my parents were actually the one that brought this up uh, with me and Cass at the dinner table. We were literally just chilling at uh, Carolina Ale House. My parents decided, hey, we're going to have a drink called the Carolina Hurricane and we're going to get weird. So they brought up this alien story. And I had seen the Barstool post. Now, my parents actually brought up some good conversation in this. And I, and I think this is an interesting, like, I don't know. It, se- it seems obvious, Nick, but I'm, I'm kind of like, it, it, it just stuck with me. All right. And I just want your thoughts on this. If it really was aliens, let's say it really was. Like, it, one, there's two things that my parents pointed out to me that stick with me. One is this. The, encounter, the people they interviewed during the quote-unquote encounter state that it was almost like they were multidimensional beings. Like it wasn't like you're like turn around and damn, there's a big gray bald man like you see in the alien movies, right? It's It, it was like more of like one guy from what my parents said, I never saw this interview. I couldn't find it anywhere. So I don't know if I'm missing something or if they saw it on TV. I don't know. Okay. But my parents said when they interviewed one of the guys at the mall or a person who encountered this, that they're um, – their infant son or child kept asking for their binky, which is like, you know, asking for their blanket. And they do this when they're scared. So this guy's son or daughter kept asking for their binky and the dad couldn't really like figure out what was going on. He like, you know, quick glance around, nothing's going on. And then the, the father described almost like a multidimensional being. Like when you turn, if you didn't look quick, you could almost see like a shape in the space and like the brains trigger, like him and his son got the hell out or the him and his child got the hell out of there. Right. So one of two things, one, I don't think there's enough movies that indicate or like media out there that indicate that if there was extraterrestrial beings, that it could be on our comprehension in in certain ways. Like we want to believe that if we see an alien, we're going to know it's an alien. But if genuinely, if me and you are walking the streets of New York city and there's an alien with a hoodie on or trying to blend into a society, would you really know it? Maybe at first glance, you're like, wait, and then you'd never see it again. I mean, you never know. Yo, is, that, is that like a weird kind No, no. That's that's a really good point. Like, yeah, they could be here and like interdimensionals or whatever. And like, well, think about it. If they're coming to our planet, they're not dumb little idiots who are just going to be dumb idiots. They're going to blend, bro. No, you're right. Or, no. or like, they're just like, like you said, they're just creative or, or smart. They could be smart or creative beings, you know? I don't, I don't know. It's just Wait, like, but we want to think. Go ahead, go ahead. So let's just say the aliens are able to come here, right? This is just a wild thought. I don't know why I thought of this, right? No, no, no. I'm in on this. I'm in on this. I love this mentality. Go. And then normally you cannot see these aliens, right? They're all hiding. What if that's because only the smart or like the government of the other aliens come here to observe us? And what if all of a sudden something came out in the alien world where it's like, hey, the regular alien, you can go see this other planet. So now the regular aliens are coming in and they keep goofing up and getting caught. (laughs) Imagine that. Dude, yeah, that's, that's, that's a wild way of looking at it. But I'm just saying, though, you know what I mean? Like, you watch ET, you watch like Alien versus Predator, and you see these creatures that are like it's it's three dimensional space. So you're like, oh, it's like a dog. Like you can touch it, you can feel it, you can see it. It's evident, but it doesn't. There are things beyond human comprehension. You know, no, you understand what I'm no, saying? No, no. So yeah, I I was reading a Barstool article. I don't know if it's the same one. It said like uh, I think this was at an army base in Iraq. Ooh. You, um, it came up on like radar or whatever. You could see something moving or so what, what was it? So like they literally have, have, have this like weird little orb thing. It looks like a jellyfish. It's like, I was hovering in the air and it's like a little ball, but it's got little like tentacles hanging from the bottom of it. And it's literally just going across the base through the air. Right. 
But here's the thing. There are soldiers out there near where it's supposed to be. They cannot see nothing. And it's only captured on infrared vision. That's the only place you can see it. Oh, wow. That's an example of, hey, we cannot see it. But if you have it on, like, you know, infrared, boom, you can see it. I'm just saying, like, there's other things... And, and you're, you're, you're jumping on the lines of this, Nick, you're right there with me, but like, all right. So, you know, the phenomena you ever seen this and they've made it like a meme now on the internet where it's like, you have those things in your eyes where it's like, you see these little, floaters. It's like, oh, yeah, floaters. We call them like floaters. Some stupid, you don't know how to explain that. You don't know how to explain that to somebody or, or try to, you're like, I have this weird thing in my vision and it looks like little like bacteria just like on the field of view. You don't know how to explain it. We don't know how, what we don't know. And we don't know how to explain what we don't know. So all I'm saying is this guy's encounter of saying like, like almost like, like almost what you would think would be like a, a shape within the, like, a sh- like almost like a, a, an outline of a human or a shape or being of your wall. It's like moving across the wall. How would you explain that to somebody? It could be, you never know. You oh, know? I know it's, it's just crazy. It's a, it's a weird, a weird thing to think about, right? That like, maybe they're even here and maybe the guy, maybe they've been here for a while, but their cloaking devices are fucking up. Like who know who knows? It's just, it's just like the regular old Nick and Fred of the alien world. They're like, hey, let's go on a trip to the Earth, let's, and they're like, to, oh, let's go no. do a podcast about Earth, and then they're oh, like, fuck, no. I hit the wrong button, and then you know. <laughs> but I bet shit. their podcast get a lot more views. They can talk about being seen by humans, probably being heard <laughs> by a lot more serial killers. You know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> that was so. That was one point my parents made, and I was like, that was very profound for me. I don't know why that never occurred to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, almost as if I, I, like, I, and this is a terrible example, Nick, but gamers would understand. Like, on Fortnite, if you put on a cloaking device, it's almost like a distorted view of camo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can see somebody walking by you, but like, it's, it's hard to explain. But yes, I, I think that that's certainly a possibility. It's, it's, just, it's just wild that, like, that's not talked about enough. Okay. The second one that, that stuck with me is the, the reality of the situation. The, but when you are genuinely afraid of what's happening, if you are genuinely terrified in life of, of your, usually of your own life, you are not pulling out your phone and recording the situation for time to come. Your brain isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no one in a plane crash is as the plane is plummeting to earth and pulling out their phone being like, what's up? Uh, Brad, I mean, this plane crash is kind of crazy. Like, no one's composed <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? You'd be so, psycho if you did. Let's say there really was these beings in a Miami mall, and you really saw something you've never seen in your life, and your brain is struggling to understand it. You think you're going to pull out your phone and be like, ha, here's your evidence? You're running. And that was the one thing about that video that was kind of crazy. It almost looked like a response to an active shooter with no bullets reported. You know what I'm saying? Like the way those people were running, it was like if somebody were like, you know what I mean? Is what you've seen in like other terror situations. So yeah. it very well, I just, we, we live in a world that would like people like want, want to think that things are so resolute or so absolute. And it's not that way. They're very well for, there's just as likely a chance of there being things in that mall that day as there is, as, as there isn't as people saying it's other things. It's just as likely to be that thing. And I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's a wild thing. I didn't expect it to become the story that it became. And it's, it's hard not to, uh, you know, read these articles and see these things. I mean, how did that not make national news? You, you know it what I did. mean? Yeah. But like the, the, the aftermath of it, like, you know, it, like people are like, oh yeah, here's a, like, I'm just saying, I feel like people, no one's digging into this any further. It's because the big media, the big heads of the big media, Fred, they don't want you to know aliens exist because the regular old folk will freak out. But everybody who thinks or says yes to this or like, oh, I agree with aliens is like a tinfoil conspiracist. That doesn't, I don't feel like that fits, like it's a narrative that's created, but I don't think it's reality. I think there are a lot of people out there who think like me and you, Nick, honestly. Well, I'm just saying like you're, but me and you can say that, right? But we've never seen one or anything. We don't have hard, hard evidence. So it's just like, yeah. whatever. But then the minute, like, say you actually saw one, everyone's going to say, no, nah, you're crazy. Even yeah. if you weren't before. Yeah. Just it's like, like the people... thing last week. Like, how can you, how do you prove? No, it's like prove the impossible. It's like we talked about this. I remember a couple months ago, people in Las Vegas or whatever, or Arizona, they said they saw a 10 foot being in their backyard and they called police. And then. Everyone just thinks they're crazy instead. And they're like, I think it happened. in a weird way, this is more of a discussion point, but we can start it here. I think in a weird way too, the, the, 
I don't know how to explain this. The the era of of AI and false truths are going to make it harder to know if it's true. Like I I we're we're profoundly entering an era where if truly if aliens showed up, you'd almost be like, "Nah, dude, that's that's clip art. That's Photoshop, that's true. like that's I mean, AI. That's you. You literally, if an alien showed up at my window right now, and I was like, ha, 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 I took a picture. Everyone'd be like, dude, that's fake. Like you ate yeah. that. No, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's gonna be like, nah. Like nah, we're getting in more of an era where like aliens could be like legitimately popping up left and right, and everyone's like, nah. As long as they all look the same, everyone'd be like, yeah, you just photoshopped that, dude. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, just how it is. And it goes the other way, Nick. I could have an alien come in here, be best friends with him, post it online, and be like, "This is an AI representation of an a- of an alien," and it would be like the real. You never know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. We live in a weird, weird world. We live in a very weird world, especially with that. We did the um. What was that music, Nick? That we did where it was AI generated. Where it sounds like Drake made a song, and it wasn't. That was crazy. Oh, um, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't. I don't remember what it's called, but I know it's what like, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird. We just live in a weird, weird time. I mean, yeah, I mean, all I... Yeah, it's just weird. All I gotta say is aliens are, are, most, are most likely here and the government always already knows. I don't think anyone's... When it comes to religion and when it comes to like like uh, extraterrestrials, I, I think what, there's no difference to me. A million, a billion people believe in in religion in a higher being, but they don't believe in you know extraterrestrial life. I just don't, I don't see how you can believe in one and not the other. Like that's a fair know? point. You know what? That's actually a very fair point. Because, but it's contradictory there's, by nature. I there's mean, not. There's some crossover. I don't know. It's just an interest. That's just where my headspace is. I just, I, I have a, I just don't understand how fathom how people go to Sunday church every, you know, every week, and they're like, I'm going to be a better person for this entity that can't be proven but yet when it shows up or you see these crazy stories they're the first ones to be like that's not real it's not possible it's not in you know it's not in his image it's like okay and then you're going the other way too you got these people that are like no i don't think religion is real that's stupid how yeah, can you believe that and then the first time they're like that's real. you see you see you see you see you see it's so true it's both ways it's, it's both so ways. true no it is it is it's just a wild concept wild concept all right <sighs> gotta gotta reset my ish. What? What you? What's going on? Just say it. Uh, all right. Um, um got no. Uh, we're good for now. Please enjoy this commercial break. No. All right, guys. Uh, while we're waiting for Nicholas McBombag to get back on the show, I'm gonna take it upon myself to tell you guys uh, a little something. Okay. There's a tiny little mom and pop burger joint about mile and a half from my house. Probably closer to two miles. I don't know. It's like a two-minute car ride. Two minutes. Two minutes. But there's a stoplight, so sometimes it can be a little longer. And they sell these milkshakes that they make with a soft-serve machine. Now, this is more for my New England fan base, okay, all three of you. Do you remember the Fribbles from... Friendlies. Wow. Brain fart. The Fribbles from Friendlies. Okay. Did you guys like those more than regular milkshakes? Um, Are you as obsessed with Fribbles as I am? Do you Fribble? Because I swear to you that those are the best milkshakes that money can buy is a soft serve milkshakes. It's like soft serve vanilla. They do a chocolate too. I don't know if you can get it in like other flavors unless they add like a syrup or something. I don't know. Actually, I think at at Friendlies you used to be able to. They added like syrups and flavoring or whatever, but a vanilla fribble is at, like, it just like, I want one right now, but the place doesn't, it closes at eight with me and Nick are recording late on a Wednesday night, seven 11 as we speak. So if he doesn't get his butt back here so that we can wrap this thing up, I'm not going to be able to get my fribble milkshake. Oh no, I'm not going to get my fribble milkshake. Oh my God. Hey buddy. You done crying about your little fribble milkshake? Thanks for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Oh, you want a fribble milkshake that bad? <laughs> no. Yeah, yes, honestly, actually I do. So we got to wrap this thing up, okay, by uh, 8.50, all right? You mean 7.50? <laughs> I, mean, I thought you said close to 8. 7.50. How long it take you to get there? Like two minutes. 
Okay, I'm going to. No, go not, I won't make it anyway. I'm not going to make a make a milkshake at close. Okay. So you need this show to end sooner. So we better hurry up, Fred. All right. So I went to Virginia Beach, guys, this weekend, and uh, me and it's uh, Cass's How family. Was Cass's Virginia. Fa- Cass's family is from up there. Okay. So I go up and I, uh, we got, so, um, it's Cass's sister and her, uh, sister's boyfriend race go-karts. So we were sitting wow. there, we were sitting there, I think it was like Friday or Saturday night and we were trying to think of something to do. I think it was Friday night. No, Saturday night. So we go out to this go-kart place in Portsmouth and it's, I don't know if you guys have ever had a chance to do it, but if you have a chance to go like, indoor car, there's, there's one in Raleigh and there's one in Connecticut. Um, that you have to do. It's a little expensive, but it's a hell of an experience, especially if you like oh, driving like a menace. So we did that. And I just, I got to just get this out because I'm, I'm cranky as fuck about it. If you don't know what you're doing, I guess this applies to every activity. If you don't know what you're doing, don't get involved with people who do know what they're doing. We had people running 45, 46 second lap times at this place. And then you had in the same group on the same track at the same time, people running 80 to 100, 114 second laps. And that's like actually dangerous when you're playing with like motorized things. Like, wow. I just, I just think it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That so insane. I'm listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fred just muted himself. He's done. He is sad. So, I don't know. If Fred's done, he might be done talking about... He might have gone out to get his fribble milkshake, guys. I don't know what it is. He likes his milkshakes. He That's what he does, right? So, I guess I'll get into my next topic. Because uh, I don't really... I don't really want to listen to Fred talk anymore. Anyways, I saw this hilarious thing when I was uh, perusing the internet today. And... Basically, like the the Chinese party, you know, like the what was the CCP in China, they decided to give out this gadget to a bunch of people in the party, you know, like you know, like politicians, like even yeah, from like gadgets. the wow, yeah, even from like the lower people or the higher people, they gave them this a uh, Bluetooth speaker and charger combo. So it's like a Bluetooth speaker, but it charges your phone at the same time. And you're like, wow, that's kind of cool, right? And it's red, and it's got yellow writing on front of it. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of nice of them. Red and yellow. That's pretty neat. Obviously, there's a catch. The speaker isn't something that you can just play music on. The speaker plays plays you 72 political essays explaining the Chinese president's I- I- ideology. <laughs> That's literally what it does. You want to run that by me again? So basically the speaker, while it's charging your phone, it it reads you 72 political essays. Consecutively, though, or just over time? Literally, like if you had your phone plugged in the entire time, it's going to go through the essays. And I think once you're done charging your phone, the essays stop. So once you start charging again, it's probably going to start back up where you left off. So, yeah, 72 different political essays explaining the Chinese president's ideology. I feel like using the term Chinese and president is just unfair. What do you mean? He's the president of China. Uh-huh. We never uh-huh. said elected president. <laughs> well, actually, I think they might elect it, but it's like only their party members can vote. I feel like by nature, like president in my vocabulous in my in my brain just equates to freedom so whenever i hear like president putin i just giggle (laughs) you know what i mean i don't know that's just where i'm at yeah you know what so no the the people can't vote on like chinese but do you see what i'm saying though like oh here's a bunch of free stuff but also here's some free propaganda and why your government and only your government is okay well, that's the only reason why they gave it out. They're like, here's this cool little speaker. You can charge your phone. The only problem is every time you charge your phone, you <laughs> hear some party, party, political, whatever. Political agenda propaganda. Apparently what I was reading is his approval rating has dropped slightly, like within his own party. So that's kind of probably why they're doing it. It's still much that's better hilarious. than like, 
the U.S. No, I don't think that's going to jack up his ratings. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, but they're not. I don't know. What, what do you expect them to have something like cool in it? Innovate, innovative. Oh my god! Innovative. Holy hell! Kipsky. Yeah, dude. Did you see what I titled the last show? Yeah, Just for dude. you, dude. I had to like figure out how you butchered it, and I still did it wrong. Pukipski. 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 Yeah, I actually tried to uh, tell my friend Billy yesterday that I went to Pukipski, and I said it horribly wrong. He looked at me. He's like, "Do you mean Pukipski?" Pukipski. Yeah. <laughs> There's no X or K. I just I don't I don't get it. But no, I just I don't know. I mean, like, so if you're being handed a Chinese speaker. That has built-in propaganda. Do you take it? Like, how desperate are you for a speaker? Well, think about this, right? If you're getting it, you're already in the party. Oh, that's fair. This is only people in the party are getting it. So, like, if you're already in the party, you're most likely trying to, you know, get your way up so you get more power and more money or whatever. So you're like, oh, I love my speaker. Oh, my God, this is amazing. I've already listened to every essay twice, but I'll listen more. Like, that's probably what it is. Well, but, that's, um, fair. that's fair. I'm trying to, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. The real question is, Nick, how much do you think it goes for in the black market? If you that's sell the thing. it. Uh, I don't know. Because like, like said, an iconic propaganda speaker from, you know, from China. I feel like it might take a little while before you can buy. It would be kind of cool to have, right? It wouldn't be kind of funny. I think it'd be neat to have as like a collector's item. Like, you know what I mean? Like like a game, it's like the equivalent of like a game worn jersey. Like you'll never see that shit again. You know what I mean? You know what my dad said? My dad said if Trump gets elected, he's gonna hand those out. No, the Trump the Trump narrative. Well, think about it. It's a red speaker, right? So we'll probably get the same one from China. It's gonna be red, and instead of the yellow lettering, it's just gonna say "Make America Great" in front of it, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be Trump or like a Trump podcast or whatever. Like just literally play Chinese propaganda. You know, it plays old episodes of The Apprentice. <laughs> oh, that's clever. Oh, that's clever. Oh, Nick. All right. Nick did a phenomenal job, guys. Let's let's get into polls. Let's just wait. Let's what just... about your go karting story? No, no, no. You fucking ruined it. I don't want to get back into it anymore. You already, you already took it. All I was saying is like it, when you're doing it, it kind of was like a bigger thing that I didn't really get to point out. But it's just annoying when people like with, like talent levels, no like lack of awareness. Right. If you go golfing, and and you, you roll up on people, I don't I don't even know how to. It's a terrible no. example. No, no, so no. If you're golfing, right? If you're golfing and you're slower, and there's people behind you and that are on, on, you on your butt through. every shot, you don't play through. Yes. Yeah. But if they don't, you're like, like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just gets you really aggravated. Like, you spent good money, spent now, yeah. you, like golf and go karting in certain areas, very expensive. It's like I spent my money to be out here, and you're ruining my experience. You know what no, I'm yeah, saying? That, that was a good example, Fred. It was. It, that, was. They, it was. I was trying to think of another situation, but I can't really think of it. But yeah, it's just I don't know. I was just so mad because I'm trying, like you know, again, I'm trying to semi impress Cass's family. Not that we're we're kind of past that point, but nonetheless. <laughs> and, and you know, it's like her sister go karts. Her sister's boyfriend for a long time now has go uh, has go kart. He's very good. So I wanted to be able to like compete with them and like have a good run and like at least like, I didn't think I'd win. I was I was joking and bragging like an asshole, but I didn't think I'd actually win. I just wanted to have fun. But we like every time I caught up to them or they caught up to me, like there's this dude doing like literally walking speed around the track, and it's like I'm so worried I'm gonna hit him or hurt myself or him or somebody behind me that like it changes. And then you're doing lap times, so now you took the turn wide or you change your what? It's just. It's annoying. It's just super fucking annoying. So in the last race, I got three races. In the last race, I'm like, if this kid gets in my way again, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm ruining him. I'm fucking, we're ruining him. I, I just think it's hilarious to think you showing up to the, you know, go karting, you know, with Casting Fame, like, all right, this is where I impress them. This is where they're like, wow. I cannot believe Cass is marrying. They're him. a big racing and family, and I talk a lot of shit, you know. So I just wanted to show that I could, like, you know, like hold my own. And oh no, I, I get it. I just think it's funny. You know, it's funny. Like, well, I'm bitching the whole right night. Now. I'm oh, bitching the whole night once we leave. I'm like, that sucked that those stupid, you know, and they weren't kids, Nick. That's the other thing that bothered me. They were like 16 to 21 year old people. I couldn't really tell. They were taller, but they weren't like children who didn't understand the rules and understand the principle. They were grown ass adults just getting in the way. And I'm like, I hate that. But then I'm whining about it, and her family's like, oh, you know, we had fun at least. It was cool. I'm like, it's bigger than that. 
trying like to. I was supposed to beat you on and press I'm you. I'm supposed to fuck y'all up. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just whatever. And it just really got under my skin. But I mean, I did have a good time. I did enjoy it. It was a good night with them to do that. Anyway, I think we ended up doing it. We got there like 8 o'clock, did it till like 10, 10.30. So a couple hours. It was a fun time. But yeah, I had to bitch about it. Uh, Nick, you were able to put up polls this week. Or do you want, you have one more thing before we get into that? No, I don't. Did I mess that up? Okay. All right. No, you didn't. Cool beans. All right. Let me pull it up. We had a few polls this week. Did you look polls. at them all? Did you see the little I things vote. I put on? I didn't vote because you bitch when I vote. No, but did you look at the polls at least? Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Did I miss like the pictures and everything that you put on? Yeah, you like the pictures good. I put on? Yeah, up? they're all right. I mean, they're lazy, but they're good. Lazy? What do you mean? I put yeah, time and effort in looking shit. You know? I mean, the, like this one right here, better sound. The wave is like under the thing. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I, it's I mean, pretty I, good. I'm not gonna blow up your your ego like that. So, guys, first one we did was uh, it's been a hot minute too. So this was like a New Year's episode. Uh, Lord of the Rings movies, yay, nay, or have you never even seen them? We had uh, how many votes? Do we have shit. Basic math: 16, 18. 18 votes. Thirteen, yay. Two, nay. Three, never seen them. So. Uh, Lord of the Rings is in by popular demand. Okay. That's it. Mm. The second one we did was, and this is in honor of Greenwood, who's a spaz, by the way, which we'll get into in a later episode. Right? <laughs> uh, who do you tell you're moving first? Your friends, your parents, or you move without notice, which apparently has more popularity than I would have thought. We had uh, 20 votes on this one, 14 parents, three friends, and three moving without notice. I like that. I honestly, Nick, when I first moved, I don't know that I told anybody, but I genuinely didn't know what was happening either. Like it was something that was being talked about. It just kind of, if it's, I feel like there's circumstances that allow it, but I don't know how to explain it. So, uh, three scumbags, three real ones and 14, you know, mamas and and daddy's boys or girls or whatever. I don't know. That sounded awful. That, whatever. But, <laughs> <All right. laughs> The third one, <laughs> the third, right, what we did, was... shut up, shut up. The th- we're moving on. Yeah. The third poll that we're doing is what is, Nick did this one for whatever reason. What's the better sound, guys? The crunching of like fluffy snow compacting beneath your feet or waves crashing at the beach? I feel like there, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly surprised this was as lopsided as it was. Nick, how many votes do you think each one got? Well, he says lopsided. I'm guessing the waves won. What did you think was going to happen then since I said lopsided? I didn't mean to. What did I you thought think it was going to be a little closer, but. Well, it wasn't. It was 21 votes, five for snow, 16 for the waves. I do like the waves, though. It's like a level of serenity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess. I feel like true. snow comes with too much stress to be appreciated. You know? Like, yeah, like snow crunching sounds amazing, but you got to shovel. You got to worry about how cold things are. You got to start your car earlier. You know, it's like too much going on with snow that people like, you know, don't get to appreciate that. So I can understand the overwhelming lopsided. And then lastly, guys, Nick was like, you got any ideas for polls we can throw out there? I thought of a good one. I'm hype about this because I don't understand the obsession. Stanley Cups, yay or nay? 20 votes, 14 nay, 6 yay. It's too many yay. I mean, ah, of course, some people are going to like it if they're that popular. Yeah, we got a lot of hipsters in this group, apparently. A lot of hipster people. Also, I like you have a random like picture of a dog that's named Stanley or something. Yeah, you like that? One? There's just I random Stanley it. stuff. Though. I had yeah, to I it. dig it. I dig that part of it. But yeah, those are the polls this week, guys. Got some more next week, obviously. I'm going to stick with it now. We're getting back into a rhythm here. But you guys are Stanley-loving... Uh, Stanley loving um, hipsters. Yeah, limos. I don't like that. There's a million other things. So like Yeti is not cool anymore. Is that how that works? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, That's I don't not know the end thing. It's not popular on TikTok no more, Fred. I know. So it's just, you can't, it's not cool. It's not fun. All right, Nick, you got two things you want to get into. I don't know how you want to bleed these together, but I'll let you do it. Do you. All do right. some Nick stuff. So do, do Nick let's lead into the fun. All right, actually, I'll do the fun fact first. That's how we normally do. And then, and then we'll get into it. Fun fact. This is actually crazy. So, Fred, when do you think the first prank call ever was? What year? When was the phone invented? I'm not going to answer that. What year? Alexander Graham Bell and his ass made the fucking telegraph. I wonder who did a prank fax and prank telegraph first, Nick. 
You know, that's a real question. Um, when do I think the first prank phone call was? Uh, yeah. Probably like relatively recent, but I really wish I had context here. I'm going to say like the 30s, 40s. Okay. So, Fred, the, uh, the first recorded? recorded prank call, right? So, this is like on record was in 1884. Whoa. So, listen to this. This Where's was in coming? the Electrical World magazine shared it they this was the story they shared in their magazine so this is probably the first record like true record of a prank call here's the exact quote some malicious wag at providence rhode island has been playing a grave practical joke on the undertakers there by summoning them over the telephone to bring freezers candlesticks and coffins for persons alleged to be dead in each case the Denomint was highly farcical and the re- re- reputed corpses are now hunting in a lively manner for the telephone. So that sounds like a bunch of gibberish because <laughs> they're old. and They're like, wow, we use fancy, stupid <laughs> words. No one basically what they, basically what it is, is someone was calling like uh, the morgue or whatever. And they're like, Hey, yeah, some, so-and-so died at this place. Uh, bring the freezers and candlesticks. Get their body. And they're showing up and that person is alive. <laughs> That's a good that prank hilarious? Someone like, prank the phone was invented and someone's just like, you know how funny it would be if I just like kept calling them and say like, so-and-so dead? Hey, hey you know we'll who would be, you know be funny if we keep telling everybody that Jimmy's dead, but Jimmy's fine. <laughs> so they literally had to keep showing up to like people's houses and they would like figure out they're dead. <laughs> they That's weren't amazing. dead. I like that way more than I should. Whoever that is. I like that way more than I should. That's awesome. Yeah. So what a hilarious prankster. And that leads me on to what I want to talk about. So Fred, I actually, actually like texted you like pretty late last night, like 1030, 11. Right. Yeah. I texted you and I was like, yo, you need to hop in this call right now. Basically, one of my online friends was prank calling people. And, you know, prank calls, some of them are funny. Some of them are not. He had hit and some misses. But he had the funniest prank call I've ever heard in my life. And I would like to explain it to you. I'm listening because I was in on some of these. So I'm curious to see which one you, you kind of stick with. So the, it was actually, you were not there for it. It was like, I, it was, you were not there for it, but... So you were saying when you were there, you were, you agreed with me, right? Some of them were funny, but some of them were like, you know, it's hit and miss, right? Depends on the phone. Person picks up the phone. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so this one, he calls a car dealership out in Washington. He like had like internet phone or every stream. So we can hear him. He I also want to explain, guys, that all this was West Coast because we're like East Coast. It was 11 East Coast time. So a lot of businesses were closed. So it was a lot of West Coast prank calls. So he calls this random car place right and this guy picks up and he's like uh hi uh i bought a a car from you guys recently and uh i got there's like this weird lever on the side of my wheel and uh every time i like move it up or down my my whole dashboard it lights up like a like a christmas tree and i i don't really know what that is uh could you help me so the guy you know he hears that and he's like, oh, uh, well, what kind of car do you have? You know, and like, I, I don't really know what it's details, yeah. yeah, can I get some details? So he's like, oh, uh, it's a BMW uh, 325i. Uh, and he's like, and he's like, uh, well, you know, like what year is it? And he's like a 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so he says that. And, you know, he's telling about this weird lever thing that he doesn't know what it is. And the guy's like, oh, uh, I don't really know. And he's like, talks to someone else like, hey. You know about like a 2004 BMW i, and the guy's like, and so the guy, the other guy, you can hear him in the background, is like, "Have we even sold one of those recently?" And the guy who picked the phone was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did, I did recently," <laughs> which is which is like what coincidence? First of all, that's a 20 year old car. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like everything about this. Keep going. All right. So, anyways, he he asked the guy if he knows about. it. He's like, "No." So then, um. So first of all, right, he thinks there's a little switch on the side. And then um, my friend would call him like, no, no, it's like a lever. You go up and down. You, you, you can go up and down with it. And then little, you know, green lights like flash up on the uh, dashboard. So essentially, he was trying to pretend like he didn't know what the hell 
the signal, like, you know, your turn signal lever was. But the guy on the other side didn't realize that, and he just kept trying to help him out. So literally, he's trying to like. So literally, he's like, "Oh, I don't. I thought it was like a switch or whatever." And they're like, "No, no, you turn up and down." And then, and then he's like, "Okay, how about you just text me a picture? Uh, text me a picture of your car. Like, text it to me, and then call me back, and then I can like try to figure help help you figure out what it is." And then my friend's like, "Oh, no, I I can't. I don't have a, a good phone." Uh, I hate to admit, admit this, actually, but I have a Motorola Razor as a phone still. <laughs> he just said something ridiculous, right? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, no. Oh. And the guy kept trying to tell him to like, come down there. Or, or eventually he figures out that we're talking about a turn signal, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's your turn signal. You know, when you turn, you got to put your blinker left and right to so you're, so you're turning right. And my friend's like, no, no, I turn with the wheel. You know, I do the wheel and that's how I turn my car. And he's like, no, no, you got a signal when you're turning. And he's like, no, when I turn, I'd stick my arm out the window and I go up and down, you know, so I'm turning left and right. <laughs> so it's starting to become obvious. This is a prank call, right? Yeah. And the guy's like, no, no, you don't have to do that anymore. We have those turns. <laughs> like the guy thinks he's being serious. Like you have a turn signal, you go up and down, left and right. And he's like, oh, I, I, like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I use the wheel to turn or whatever. So eventually, I'm telling you, this, this call, he was on the phone with this man. This man was getting paid for this as a car salesman. He was on that phone for 23 minutes. So it keeps going. And eventually he's like, well, eventually my friend's like, you know, he kept saying like, oh, just send me a picture, send me a picture. Because eventually the guy realized he's not going to convince my friend right, right. that it's a turn signal. And he's and my friend's like, well, what if I fax you a picture of it since I don't have a phone to take a picture? I'll fax you a picture, right? And the guy's like, oh, I, yeah, you can fax me. He's like, hold on, let me get our fax number. And he goes, goes around, like you hear him talk to someone like, uh, what's our fax number? Someone's like, we don't use the facts anymore. Like, we don't have a fax. And then eventually, like, they somehow found a fax. He gave a fax number. He's like, yeah, you can just fax it over. You know, you can just send it over. He's like, oh. And my friend's like, oh, okay. Uh, that just might take me a little while, though, because I have to go out and buy a fax machine now. <laughs> so then the guy's like, no, no, no. Don't go about fa- buy a fax machine. No, you don't have to do that. You can just go in and bring it in, like, O'Reilly's or anywhere else, and they can tell you whether it's a turnstile or not. And went on for 20, like 23 minutes. This guy never realized. Eventually, a customer comes in and he's like, I got to get off the phone, man. Uh, um, you know, I got to go make, make the sale, whatever. And he's like, and then my friend's like, wow, that's kind of like rude service to me. You know, I bought a car from you guys. You would like, you know, it's kind of a dick here. Right? I, I will say this, but he's like, you know, you're kind of rude service. You know, I, I bought a car from you. and You guys won't tell me what the lever is. <laughs> so eventually... The owner of the dealership comes on the phone after that man, right? Oh my God. The owner comes on the phone and he starts explaining the turn signal to him and everything. And the owner's just like, I forget what, either the owner, the owner turned like, that's your turn signal, right? The, either the owner turned him, told him that the turn signal and he was like, okay. Or he said like, you can just take it to anywhere else you want and they'll tell you what it is. And my friend was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's so simple. I don't know why this other guy couldn't just tell me that. It was so simple with you. And he's literally off the phone with this guy in a minute. <laughs> After the other guy's on the phone for 23 <laughs> minutes. So literally, I kid you not, twenty. this guy spent twenty, like 23 minutes explaining to someone what a turn signal was when it's clear and obvious of the prank call. <sighs> I, Dude, I listen. All right. I'm going to build off of this for just that a quick second. I, dude, I, the problem with prank calls, Nick, is I have very specific taste, okay? So the same kid you're talking about, I came in, you told me that he was doing it. I got on. It was on a Discord server. I went in there, and I enjoyed it as well, right, for a little bit before bed because it was late. And I will say, like, there's one time he called the liquor store, and he was like, hey, do you guys have Johnny Walker? And the guy's like, yeah. And, and, and your friend was like, in the bottle? <laughs> like, so funny. how else would you get johnny walker right but people don't know that whatever the liquor store guy didn't know that and he's like uh i mean I, like yeah yeah he's yeah it's in, he's in, it's like it's in the bottle and your friend was like well you should probably let him out <laughs> <laughs> but like to me that's the ultimate prank call like it's simple it's quick 
timeline. I, I struggle. Like I liked like the one you told is very funny. I liked all of it, but like I I get weird and uncomfortable as a person. Like when it takes a turn for like you, there's like certain things for me, and maybe this is an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting discussion point, Nick. And I could be wrong, but there for me there's like red flags on a prank call, like. You don't want to take up, like, I understand taking up somebody's time, but like, and you can push it, but you have to understand like what they're doing. So like, if you prank call a restaurant host stand and like make a joke about reservations, they're not going to stay on the phone with you for 20 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like understanding the situation. Right. Um, I don't like, I, I don't know. There's sometimes like, I, I don't know. I've seen some on YouTube where it's like, they, like they do it and they're more like serious. Like it's more like a serious humor. It's like, you know, I'm in a dire situation and I need your help. And it's like, you making them feel bad. I don't, I don't I'm not a fan of that. but like the harmless goofy stuff like hey you know like i i I made this suggestion last night i know it's old school but like calling an appliance store and asking if their machines are running and being like go catch them you know i mean like just quick you got them it's over that's just me but i mean your friend did do a couple lengthy ones he did one with a hot spring and i thought it was pretty good for a minute there oh that was funny like that was pretty good so i mean i think prank calls are fun i think they have to be done the right way um, it's not just one of those things where you can just rip off a bunch of calls and be funny on every one. It's kind of situational because oh, yeah. yeah. you don't know what you're getting on the other side either. And that just, that's the hard part for me is like, if you start getting too serious or too in-depth, you don't know what the other person's been through and how like, how like tight that can get. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, I, and then like some, like, you know, this, this internet friend has to be a little like, you know, younger, less mature. And we were, we were all telling him like, y'all relax. Like you got to chill. But there's like, no crime. Like I, there's no, no crime in making me, I mean, he made like, there was a bunch of us in that server, dude. He had everybody cackling. Like, yeah, yeah no, he, he was hilarious. And did it was good, good. But, it, it, but it's, it's to me, it's like stand up comedy guys. Like not everything's going to hit, but it, it, it comes down to like delivery and just understanding the situation. And it's tough with phone calls because you never know. Like, you know, you never know what you're going to get on the other end of the call. Cause sometimes like, like that prank call, Nick, there was one where he called a, like a comic book store about a Mickey Mantle card. Like I thought that one was good. And then it got to a point where like the owner got involved and I was like, all right, like now it's not, not as like, to me personally, it wasn't, it's like, you've already passed the funny zone. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I don't know. Just, yeah, I'm going to make that a pr- uh, poll this week, guys. Like, do you guys like prank calls? Cause I still, some of my funniest YouTube video, like YouTube videos are, that I have like saved over the last like 20 years are a lot of prank calls. Like my favorite one is they put, I think Nick, it was two Chinese places or two pizza joints on the phone with each other. No, that's good. That, that was hilarious. Yeah. Two, two separate, like, like uh, Papa, Pop, John's, or Papa John's and the Domino's are on the phone yeah, with each other. And one asking of each other like, pizzas they want, dude. It's so good. It's so I good. think the Domino's guys like Papa John sucks. <laughs> dude it was so good but yeah i don't know i'm, I'm I, I like prank calls i just think they have to be done tastefully and in the right fashion i think there's an art to them so i don't know but yeah it was a wild experience that night um pretty crazy but what a time what a time uh nick do you have anything else before i jump into this next one because i'm gonna take it just a second here but i want to go into it um no that's that is it i'm i'm curious to get in i mean we could talk about it real quick what's crazy i don't know if i texted you did you see it john harbaugh yeah, well, I was gonna now. hop in, so we'll we'll do this together. This was kind of a discussion point, but I'll start with that. So this is kind of sports, but yeah. So quick note, guys, Nick just sent me an alert. This is breaking news with Adam Schefter and ESPN literally today, uh, January twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. That Jim Harbaugh, coach of the Michigan Wolverines, the reigning NCAA champs, will be coaching the Chargers. Looks like he'll be taking a job for the Chargers, which is super exciting if you're a Chargers fan, uh, if you're a Justin Herbert fan. Uh, football fan as a whole, I think he's going to do some good things over there. I don't think it'll be immediate. Uh, I hope this Chargers fan base is semi-patient uh, for him to get established, but I think this could be something. Yep. And then I want to say one thing real quick that I heard on the radio, which is actually crazy to think about. Think about this, Fred. Jim Harbaugh, coach of the Ravens. They're in the AFC Championship game, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine two brothers, right? One is the head coach of the national like college football championship team and the other brother ends up being the coach of the Super Bowl winning team in the same year. That's kind of crazy. Wild. Huh? Pretty wild for a family legacy. They have a the yeah. Harbaugh's have a very long um they had the uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh Bowl. Harbaugh Bowl. <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, and um, just to be, I think Jim uh, Harbaugh was, he did coach in the NFL for a brief period and was successful. I wouldn't say that he was as successful in my eyes as John Harbaugh has been for the Ravens, but that was a lot. That was right before I really, really got into football. So I, I no, can't really. That was him on the 49ers. Yeah. He, he had Colin Kaepernick. They made that Super Bowl. They, they made lost that Super Bowl run. Yeah. yeah. Not that John Harbaugh has won any Super Bowls either, but I just feel like he he's did. Had a, he, what? They played each other in a Super Bowl. Oh, it was the Ravens. That's right. Holy yeah, crap. The hard, yeah, that's the yeah they coach coach no, against yeah hit me yeah all right you're right you're against right. each other and uh, yeah so yeah he did win one with the Ravens it was the Ravens with Flacco Flacco's only yeah. got one yeah, yeah holy shit all right so yeah but yeah just a very renowned uh, name in in football and uh, I'm really excited to see them at the highest level I think Jim Harbaugh going to uh, the Los Angeles Chargers is is super good for the NFL and super good for football fans I think. Uh, anybody, like I said, anybody watches the Chargers or knows enough about football on that side, um, being from the East Coast here, uh, they needed a coaching change badly. They have a, an immense amount of talent over there, so I think he could make an impact immediately. Um, Nick, I want to jump into this. this. is a weird one real quick, and it's really driving me nuts, so I want to talk about it with you. But on our outline, I put two logos. Okay? Yes. So I know you're not a big racing guy. I know you don't really pay attention to this stuff, but it is the Formula One offseason, okay? Mm-hmm. And – Usually, what is not uncommon in Formula One is a brand brand recognition. Formula One is a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar sport. It's very considered, quote-unquote, high class, right? Um, it's got this like European vibe. I mean, it's road racing. It's the highest level of, of racing competition around the world. They go all over the world. Saudi Arabia, United States, France, Spain, everywhere, England. So it's, it's like top-end um, racing. And what really has been a, a hot topic for anybody who follows this sport and uh, this division of formula one specifically, there used to be a, so the red bull, red bull, the drink, the energy drink has two formula one teams. Okay. The red bull racing team, which we're all familiar with max Verstappen and all that. Okay. And then you have their quote unquote B team or the lesser team, which up to this year was called Scuderia Alpha Tari. Uh, Formula One team. And you can see in the logo, Nick, AlphaTauri is a, if you actually Google it, because you have your computer, it's actually kind of crazy. If you search AlphaTauri, it is yeah. a um, fashion brand that sells stuff at insane, it's almost like, it almost like being sponsored by like a Louis Vuitton or something. Okay. Like $1,000 trench coats, $100, you know, sweaters, stuff like that. Like high fashion brand. That Don't dun- worry, Fred. That There's first- a 30% discount right now. It's only $350 for this jacket. Whatever. But for sponsorship purposes, like there's a lot of like branding in Formula One that comes down with the sponsorship money, right? So AlphaTauri probably, and I can look up the exact number, but AlphaTauri deal was for millions of dollars. So they're going to make their name prominent. So it was the AlphaTauri racing team. Their logo is embedded with the racing logo, and it's like a whole thing, but it's classy, right? If you guys look this up, it's a Google it segment. Look up AlphaTauri F1 team logo, and it's this navy and white simple with the bull inside the A and the T. It's it's pretty, okay? Yep. It's pretty. Yep. This year, that team has been bought out sponsorship-wise by Visa and Cash App. Uh-huh. Which I feel like is such a drop off from a high fashion to Cash App, but that's that's my opinion. And now they are the Visa Cash App RB Formula One team, which is just one a mouthful, two aesthetically unpleasing, and three. Imagine being an announcer in the race and you have to be like energetic and calling. Oh, oh here comes the Visa Cash App RB car to the end. Like like it just it's ugly, and the logo is hideous. And it's just dumb. And I just think this is a key point to talk about branding in major sports. Like you see the NFL, NHL, they're trying to put like logos on helmets, on on jerseys. And I think that if you don't monitor these kind of situations or you allow money to run your sport, this is what happens. And I'm just, I think it's an interesting point. Do you think I'm crazy here? That logo, the, the top logo, the new logo is disgusting and gross. But- it's just... Clunky. I don't see what's the deal with having like uh whatever brand logos on the jerseys, right? I just all right, so do this and I'll do this as a Google submit. Look up Nick, look up Russian. I don't know if you want to do a Russian, there's gotta be other leagues, but I'm gonna use it as an example. Russian hockey jerseys. They're they're just eyesores to look at. Not the national ones. I'm trying to find like the ones where it's like like their NHL. 
And it's, they have patches all over the damn thing. You could probably do it with the Canadian Hockey League. Like, you can't even tell what the team logo is. It's so sold out, right? Can you, let me see if I can. Canadian Hockey League. Let I mean, me I, I, that doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother you in the least. So it just. Nope. Damn. All right. I mean, maybe it's just it's me. Just like, listen, I, like, here's the thing. If you're going to do that right, then you better realize that your jersey sales are going to be down. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm not paying $150, $200 for a billboard. No, no, I agree. So they just got to realize, like, hey. I didn't even think of that, though. That's a very that's a very good point. That's why I don't care. It's like, hey, if you want to put this, if you want to put together this gross-looking jersey, gross-looking logo with, like, other brand names on it that, like, aren't appealing, that's fine. You got to just realize all that money you're getting from them, you're getting no money from the fans now. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I just, I don't know. I just, as somebody but, who's been a big fan of jerseys, it just, you know what I mean? Like I've always been a Jersey guy. It I can see why, me. I can see why you'd be upset because like that logo, the new one, hideous. But I'm just saying there's even like soccer jerseys out there, right? For like lesser known organizations. Like obviously the top tier, like Barclays, Premier League, MLS, we're in a, they're in a position, they make enough money on media rights and people watching the sport that they don't have to rely on that. Whereas like Saudi leagues, or like Indian leagues, right? They're just getting any funding they can get their hands on. I just, I, I just think it's atrocious. And I just, I mean, I understand a necessity for it, but when you're like the biggest leagues in the world, I just don't like the, the Formula One, like out, like the Formula One teams. These guys are making tens, hundreds of millions of dollars. You, your name shouldn't necessarily revolve around. I mean, sponsor not that? especially when it didn't in the past, Nick. It was, it was Team Aston Martin. It was Team Ferrari. It was manufacturers fighting each other, and now it's just stickers. You know what I mean? I mean, if you think about it, in the EPL, Fred, the the each team has a giant company logo on their chest. What is EPL? Is that soccer? The yeah, the English Premier League. Like you do realize that, right? Every no, no, single, no, you're right. You're right. I give you that. But I, they, I'll they, say this: think, they've always think. done it tastefully. Yes. Yes. They see they understand like hey we can put their like jersey we can put their company name on our shirt but we have to make it look good otherwise no one's gonna buy it so that's why it's okay in that but like yeah they just have to realize they gotta make it look good but also it's one pronounced sponsor it's not like four hundred cluttering a jersey it is one sponsor and usually that sponsor has carried with that team for a long time usually speaking. Right, yeah, they they change up, they change up every couple uh, every years. every couple years. But I'm just saying, it's not it's not you know. In every couple of years, you're gonna get a new jersey for your team anyway. That's not uncommon. Damn. So it's like I mean, like it makes sense in that regard. You're right. That's not really fair. That I'm just I, I don't like busy. I don't think busy is fun. I don't think busy is clean. And I just I I just get nervous seeing these things like in sports that I like where it's like, dude, the, you know. And I just this seems like it just seems like such a cash grab. And they've done it before. This isn't like like. Uncharted territory for Formula One. There was an energy drink a, a while back, Nick, that sponsored the American uh, Formula One team, the Haas uh, F1 team, and it ended up being a hoax. Like they promised a bunch of money, they didn't. They built the car, they painted the car to match this livery, which it looked good. It was a good looking car and everything, but they never got the money from the sponsor, and the sponsor folded. That's shitty. So it was like this whole thing. But I'm just saying that's what happens when you rely, like you change your whole brand identity for the money. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, those, I got to say, I, I feel like tradition beats that shit. And, and I get that. And it's only getting worse, I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I'll be rolling in the grave the day that the NFL, you can't tell what the NFL team is because they have sponsorship all over the NFL jersey. Or, they won't do that. Yeah. I mean, you never know though. There's so, we just, we, I don't know. I, I, I'm seeing it more and more in every era. Like even with, um, like hockey now, Nick, on, on, on national hockey broadcasts, the billboard sponsors that you see on television are rotated. They're actually in motion. It's like a green screen. So they can change this. Like the network can have different sponsors than the actual stadium. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Like uh, if you watch basketball games now, they have a, they project a, like a logo onto the court. Right. Honestly, and they do that. They do that with the ice in the NHL. And that's, but like, you know what I mean? Like for now it's okay. Cause it's not overwhelming. They find a way to make again, aesthetically pleasing. It's not bothering your eye watching the game, but what if it gets to the point where they're not making the money they need and they just make the whole court a fucking logo with people running. <laughs> on it. like, it's just, you know what I mean? But it's possible, Nick, it's possible. And that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. You never I don't know. know, buddy. I don't know. Just something I had to pitch about, but yeah, if you guys are curious or F1 followers at all, go check out that new logo. It's just trash. I, I was a huge fan of the Alphatari stuff. I really liked the Navy White. I thought it was clean. 
Um, but again, it's still a sponsor. It was just well hidden in my eyes. And it was a cool name. It was foreign for us. But Visa Red Bulls versus, I mean, think about it. Like Alphatari has this like, like foreign clean ring to it. Now it's the wow. Visa Cash App RBs. It's not even Red Bull, by the way. From what I heard, the licensing that they approved, it was Racing Bulls because they can't, they don't want to use a Red Bull name. So apparently it's Visa Cash App R- RBs. Well, just think about this. To the other foreign uh-huh. people that probably watch Formula One, Visa and Cash App sound foreign. Yeah, that's true. And they're, they're not American brands, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I don't know. Just It's just nutty. Just nutty shit. So just me complaining. But yeah, that's all I got, Nick. You got anything else? Um, I think that's it for this week, Fred. Uh, I agree. I agree. We'll get back at it next week. We'll do it. Fred, oh my God. It's 7.52. Hurry up and go get your fribble. I might be able Hurry to make up. it. Hurry up. Outro. Uh, guys, uh, media of the week. is. I've been watching Ahsoka Star Wars. If you're into Star Wars, watch Ahsoka. Nick, what's your? Cool of the summer. Cool, cool summer, summer by, by Only Fire. That's on. Cool summer by Only Fire. Ah. Wait. Thanks for listening. I just ended. Just ended. Go, 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 go. All right, all right, all right. Don't forget to follow on Facebook.